I kind of rebelled a little bit, but, you know, fortunately I, I stuck with it. And now I can say that, you know, why I've found so much success in the sport is because of my discipline, you know, that martial arts has taught me, you know, yeah. with life choices, with, you know, who I choose as my friends, you know, what I'm doing, my work ethic, it, it all revolves around martial arts and what it means to be a martial artist. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. So today's guest is so rad, you guys. His name is Jean-Paul Bosnouen. He's a 19-year-old amateur MMA fighter and above all, a martial artist, a true martial artist. I want to preface this first by saying that, you know, regardless of whether or not you have interest in fighting or not, I firmly believe that there are so many gems to take from the mindset of Jean-Paul. You know, to be a fighter is a very, it's a very unique lifestyle. It's a very difficult career path. I mean, it takes so much fortitude, so much perseverance, so much focus and discipline, so much passion and desire and confidence, all of which Jean-Paul carries within him and is so easily detectable to anyone who has ever met him. But also I feel that you gather that very quickly throughout our conversation. So Jean-Paul, he started training in martial arts at three years old, little puppy. (laughs) And he started training Brazilian jiu-jitsu at five. And after that, it was a wrap. He was just winning. I mean, he won over 50 Naga championship belts. He's won several Pan American and world championships. Um, you know, for the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation, and the list goes on. He turned 18, he started competing in MMA, so mixed martial arts, and has so far had seven fights, all of which he's finished his opponents. So not decisions, finishes. That is a big deal. Fighting is such a difficult sport. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. So to be able to execute like that, you know, back to back is is tremendous. You know, it's it's remarkable. One of the things I want to note before the conversation that I totally appreciate about Jean-Paul and I feel is going to be one of the greatest aspects of his success, not just through his career as a fighter, but his success as an evolving human being is that Jean-Paul is so observant. He is paying such close attention to every aspect of his life, to who he is, to his thoughts, his behavior, you know, to who he surrounds himself with. He's very particular. He has an amazing tribe of people around him that you'll, you know, learn about through our conversation. But to be this conscious and self-aware at 19 years old is it's special. It's unique. It's not common. So like I said, I really believe it's going to serve him as an asset, you know, towards the evolution of his success. And, you know, he wants to be a champion. He believes he will be a champion. And I back that belief up so much. He has everything that it takes. He has the physicality. He has the talent, you know, in the physical aspect, but above all, 
He has the head for it. He has the mindset for it. And not just to be a winner, but to be a real champion, you know, to be someone who's remembered, not just because of how they won, but how they express themselves, you know, outside of the fights, outside of the sport. So again, that goes back to being a true martial artist. So, you know, I I predict that he's going to be a winner, he's going to be a champion, and he's going to be, you know, just a wonderful expression of what it means to be a martial artist and a fighter and a positive influence to everyone who's paying attention to him. So there's a lot to take from him. Like I said, fight, you know, whether you love fighting or like fighting or don't care anything about it, maybe this will get you excited to start looking into it because you guys know I love it. Or if you didn't know, you know now. So I'm going to get down on this conversation. You guys enjoy it. Jean-Paul Bosnouin. I'm all about these kind of impromptu entrances to my um, conversations with badass people like yourself because fuck the straight line. So let's just get into it. Jean-Paul, what's up? What's cracking? Dude, we're fucking matching right now. (laughs) No, you were wearing shorts before, but then she was like, damn, teal's a really cool color on him, so I'm going to go change. (laughs) We're going to take a picture of this. (laughs) (laughs) Are those Lulu's? Uh, No, they're Uh, aloe. I can't wear Lulu. I like Lulu. Um, but Aloe or I don't know, they just hold everything together perfectly yeah. for me. So. My parents are, they just know that Lulu is the way to go, so I always get stuff for Christmas. That's a yeah. great Christmas gift. Yeah, well, my best yeah. friend, Carrie Walsh Jennings, who yeah. you know, um, is Shout a brand out ambassador. <laughs> what up, girl? I love you. So, yeah, I have a lot of love for Lulu, too. But, yeah. um, dude, I'm excited right now. Thank you for being here with yeah, me. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So I'm the first male. I was just going to say that. You're the first. I was on my run right now, and I was like, oh, man, Jean-Paul is the first man who is on the podcast. And what, you know, I mean, obviously I have a lot of great men in my life, starting with my brothers. For sure. Which I'm sure we'll talk about. But, you know, it's funny because when I, over the the last couple years as I've been developing Black Belt Beauty and even thinking about like the name for the podcast if I wanted to do something separate because the word beauty can throw men off and and really Black Belt Beauty isn't you know it's not just for women it's a it's a mindset and a lifestyle that lends to both men and women and so you know it's important for me to be able to share you know to have guests that are both male and female because yeah why don't we just have you introduce yourself first and foremost and I'll give my own you know introduction later on about you but you're a fucking rising star basically um and an amazing human but go ahead and give our listeners a little bit of your background yeah so uh my name is Jean-Paul Bosnoyan my nickname and fight name is Mufasa which is like from the Lion King and sort of, it's kind of like my spirit animal when I step into the king. I mean, into the cage. It's like you know, uh, you know, I, I like to think of myself as a lion when I'm in there. And you know, what I do in there is sort of defend my my pride of people and the people who stand behind me and the people who, you know, put in so much effort and work into seeing me succeed. Is like when I step in there, I'm a lion. And I'm I'm defending my pride. You know, and so. Um, and when I say pride, I mean like a lion pride, like the people who support me. So yeah. um, that's what I do. I'm a mixed martial artist, but that doesn't define me. Um, and I'm starting to, you know, learn that more and more. But uh, it's definitely, I'm 19 years yeah. old. 
<clears throat> but it's definitely like a huge part of my life since I was a little kid. So um, I'm just kind of running with it and, and seeing where it's going to take me. Yeah, you're just getting warmed up, but you're already kicking ass. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna tear into that later. Um, you, what's your ethnicity? Is French, right? In yeah. So my my so I was born and raised in the United States, and my mother is from Romania. She's you know I'm first generation, um, and so she's from Romania, and my my dad is from France. Okay. So they both met in the states and and had me. And then my sister. So Yay. So yeah. no brothers, right? No brothers. No. no brothers. I got plenty of, of yeah. uh, best friends that I consider brothers. So yeah. very blessed in that way. Yeah. We're totally going to tear into that too. Yeah. Um, you're, so, and your sister's how old? Are you older or younger? She's, I'm older. She's 16. How cute. Yeah. Um, I've always wondered what it would be like to have an older brother, although my brother's seem kind of older than me in some yeah. ways just because well, we're right we're lined up right next to each other in mm-hmm. age and they're so you know their whole posture towards life is like yeah they're fucking lying they so you know yeah it's like for sure. i feel they're like not, i have older brothers they don't act like you know yeah they act like mature adults and yeah. i'm sure it was like that when they were younger too hmm. <laughs> for the most part you know i'm like hmm. <laughs> hard for me to say because i think that we i don't think we've ever grown up still i feel like we're yeah. still kids you know that's and, true that's yeah, true. which is the best feeling ever. Um, how did you, how did fighting, and mar- how did martial arts come into your life? Yeah, so I had a pretty rough childhood. My, both of my parents, they, they split up at a very young age. And um, my dad kind of, you know, he, he wasn't, he wasn't the best dad. You know, and I and I, I'm having trouble saying that because it's this is very new for me to sort of start accepting. Yeah. And um, I was I was forced into the sport as a as a kid, and I, I didn't really like it. And I was on the mat pretty much since I was. He he would you know he's made um, examples of like carrying me around in a kangaroo when I was a little kid. So I've literally been on the mat since I was a baby. So jiu-jitsu, for sure, was yeah. the first... Jiu-jitsu and, and hapkido, which is another okay. martial art, mm-hmm. um, were my first martial arts. And, and I've pretty much been on the mat since a little kid. And I was forced into it, um, but now I've learned to, to love it. And, and it's it's amazing, and it's it's opened so many doors. But um, it I came from, from a very, like, forced um, experience, yeah, yeah, with the sport. And inside and out the and inside, you know the the academy and outside, it was very forced and and. How old were you? Uh, I think so. It was just like yeah, like three. Yeah, you were okay. Yeah, so I I didn't really have a choice, but in a way, I'm grateful that I didn't have a choice because that's why I am where I am now. Sure. But you know, at the same time, it definitely has affected me, you know, in negative ways, and I I'm starting to see those now, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, but overall, you know, I'm very happy that I was brought in at such a young age because yeah. I have a huge um, step up on on everybody. Yeah, my for age sure. and you know, a little older. So no, for sure, I started training jujitsu. It's so weird. I thought it was six years ago, but it was actually eight years ago. And I'm 39. I'm about to be 40 next mm-hmm. month, which is so weird to say, but in the most beautiful way. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I've. I always think to myself, like, oh, my gosh, what would it have been like if I started Mm -hmm. so much younger? But, you know, I do believe that timing is always appropriate. Like, it happens at the right time. Um, 
in our lives. So, but yeah, that's got to be a really interesting feeling to start so young. Yeah. Yeah. It's all I know, you know. It's all you know. Yeah. It's a blessing. Uh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It yeah. Yeah. What were, um, I mean, I'm sure it was hard because there's so much discipline that has to take place yeah. to stay, to be committed on that path. And, right? I mean. Yeah. I mean. Any sport, the really. discipline, The discipline definitely um, evolved as I got older. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, from... From a young age, it was it was kind of like I resented it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of had my moments, you know. I liked it and I didn't, but it was so. My dad was the ruling like, god of my life because he was my instructor and he was my dad in the house, you know. So he had power over everything, and it was too much. So, I kind of rebelled a little bit, but you know, fortunately, I, I stuck with it, and now I can say that you know, why, I've found so much success in the sport is because of my discipline you know that martial arts has taught me you know with life choices with you know who I choose as my friends you know what I'm doing my work ethic it it all revolves around martial arts and what it means to be a martial artist yeah let's talk about that because I we were kind of talking about a little bit earlier and while I was running today I was thinking about you and just kind of like I mentioned to you earlier I've you know I have a lot of friends that fight professionally Mm -hmm. for the UFC and um you know like somebody that comes to my mind immediately when I think of you you know there's kind of a resemblance of George you know GSP who has been a longtime friend of mine and is is just a remarkable human like is the realest thing and I feel fortunate to know George behind the scenes Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um to be able to truly say you know the the humble you know good-spirited person that people see you know con- consistently through him yeah. is it's he's it's the fucking real thing right like, he's like that you know and everybody has you know shadowy moments dark times hard difficulty but that For but, sure. but you know there's a certain that doesn't mean that the character of the person isn't you know like he is just a fucking wonderful human good-spirited and i think the key main word that kind of comes to my mind is full of respect and I feel like there's an alignment that I feel that I how I receive you is in that realm so yeah. what to you does it mean to be a martial yeah. artist thank you for saying that because that that definitely means a lot um but yeah no for me uh, as a martial artist and as like I'm, I'm growing developing and and finding out you know who I am and what I stand for and all these things I think it's sort of something that will constantly evolve evolve Mm -hmm. because right now the theme in my life is sort of finding out you know who I am and and finding my path and what I stand for and all these things and and uh, you know I think it's 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 a matter of that is like finding out who you stand for and and sticking with it but you know I can say right now in my life that you know a lot of things that I thought I stood for I don't anymore like what do you mind yeah like um like for instance, like, I don't want to keep tying this back to, like, my father, but there were so many things that were, and I, I, don't, I don't want to go into to specify, yeah. but there were so many things that he said, oh, this is bad, this is good, this is bad, okay, dad, okay, dad, okay, dad, yeah. my whole life. Right. And now that I that he's no longer in my life and is no longer this controlling power figure, mm-hmm. I'm, start, I'm starting to find myself and find things out for myself, Yeah. you know? 
and not have, you know, just his, um, perspective, his perspective be like my consequence, you know? Sure. So now it's sort of like finding out, um, things out on my own and, and that's sort of determining what I stand for and, and all these things. So I'm, I'm in that process right now. And I think, you know, a lot of people are, mm-hmm. and you just sort of, you know, as you, as you live and you learn, you kind of, you take things that you learn and, and you, you put them in the, in the hard drive or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're like, all right, you know, I stand for this, mm-hmm. this, I don't like too much. So I'm kind of in the process of doing that, you know, GSP comparing me to him is, is a huge honor, but at the same time, like he's a lot further down in his career than I am. Mm-hmm. So he's sort of already, he knows what he stands for mm-hmm. in a sense. And, you know, things change, but that's, that's where I'm at right now. As, as far as like where I stand, what I stand for right now is just, you know, being humble and, and respecting others and, and kind of just trying to find out like who I am and being true to that. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's exciting. And also, um, being aware of like influences mm-hmm. is huge to me right now because I've had the privilege of t- training with some of the best guys in the world. And for, for a period of time, I was training with Conor McGregor and I noticed, you know, now that I've matured a little bit, I noticed on my social media, like mm-hmm. how I was acting when I was around him and influenced by him. Mm-hmm. And it was not what I stood for. I was, you know, putting all these cocky comments and, you know, all this stuff. And I look back and I'm like, what were you doing? Yeah. You know? And now I have someone like Brian Ortega, like, you know, my, one of my bestest friends and, and, and my coach. And it's like, wow, you know, this, this guy is legit. And I, that's what I stand for. Right. So it's, it's all about, you know, finding out what works for you and sticking to it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, it's all, it's also, yeah, it's like this unfolding of who you are. I feel like mm-hmm. um, it, at the same time, kind of creating who you are. And there's only one way to really do that. And that's just, you know, to keep living, to keep living from your truth, like from your, yeah. you know, most authentic self um, and be doing it with eyes wide open, you know, mm-hmm. to be doing it consciously, which I feel like you do. I mean, even just visually watching. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, I got a few years on you and I'm, I lived around the world and I feel like you're, you know, it, it it's it's obviously I don't need to say this you know my family we're as fucking real as yeah, it gets you yeah, know like we're sure. nice people but we're not gonna just hand you shit no it, no not at all but I've I witness your observing eyes like I see how yeah. you pay attention yeah and that's that's it's such a fucking great it, it's everything yeah I love this question that came to me um, a long time ago meditating it's like can you observe without judging that's also huge huge and that is not easy yeah and especially to yourself can you observe yourself and not judge yourself it's kind of gnarly it's deep i know it might be a little too deep for me i know (laughs) (laughs) no but like that in the sense like so many people get are hard on themselves or you know like just not friendly to themselves because they're observing from a perspective that you know isn't just to learn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole later. But anyways, um, yeah. Well, that's exciting. You're mm-hmm. fucking, yeah, you've got a lot to look forward to in this process. What, um, where was I going to go right now? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first start competing? I started competing when I was, I believe, four or five years old. Damn! Yeah. That, that must have looked so cute. Yeah. Like four and five years old. I mean, I'm already cute now, but... Yeah. 
was like a different. No, you were yeah. like a little chipmunk. There. Yeah, no, I when I when I was little, it was it was a lot more um, real in a sense that like it was when I competed, it was it was kill or be killed. Yeah. And now it's more of like a little more laid back in yeah. a sense, but. I've competed like my whole life in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, mm-hmm. you know, up until now, yeah. and and now it's more MMA geared. But I have so much experience competing, and I remember the beginning, uh, the beginning half of when I started competing, mm-hmm. I would I would walk in and it, and it was kind of like how I walk into the octagon, but, um, you know, I wouldn't make friends, I wouldn't talk to people, I would growl at people. You know, and that's sort of where I get the line from is I would be like, <laughs> you really growl? growl. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> and, and, um, I remember my first tournament, I was sitting on one, it was an in-house tournament. I was sitting on one side of the academy and then I guess the opponents were sitting on the other side, you know, mm-hmm. it was like brackets or whatever. Yeah. And I remember, you know, I'm a very affectionate person when it comes to my family and, and people I love. And at the time yeah, I was with my dad and, and we were sitting against the wall and I was like hugging him and kissing him and he was, you know, giving me advice and this and that. And I remember the kids were like pointing at me and laughing. The guys I were going to, I was going to fight. Oh wow. Yeah. So it was kind of <laughs> like, you can make a oh, movie, shit. you can make a movie out of this, but yeah. you know, so <laughs> how old were you? So this is, when I you was were... like, I was like probably five years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so I remember them making fun of me and making fun of, you know, how I was treating my dad because, you know, most people, they, they look at that and they, they get kind of weirded out. But, you know, I am I have different, like, cultures. I was totally you know? going there in my mind because I, I yeah. can relate. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's different. And not everybody can understand that. So, but anyway, so we I fought the kid that was making fun of me. And I remember I got him in, a, in an inverted arm bar, which is where you catch the arm bar and the guy rolls out. And you're pretty much face down, cranking up like you're doing a... Um, What's that yoga thing? The uh, downward facing dog or upward no, facing dog? This one. Upward, upward facing upward dog. Facing yeah, dog. yeah. So you're doing that, but you're like cranking yeah. an arm. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's so sick. I remember there's a picture of it somewhere, and oh. that was my first tournament. So really? Yeah, and I've been doing arm bars ever since. So is that like one of your yeah, favorite? That's, yeah, that's my yeah. favorite favorite. It's a good one. Right now, you know, that'll right probably now. change, but for sure, I'm sure. I don't know if I'm ready to move on. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if it's working. Yeah. yeah, but you're going to evolve. I mean, yeah, just I think evolution is just the natural part of existing, right? And mm-hmm. if we're not evolving, then what are we doing? We're essentially kind of just dying slowly, right? right? We're kind of stagnant. Yeah. And so I love, I just love kind of dancing on the whole idea of evolving as a human. I'm such a growth mindset junkie, which is why I had to start this podcast because not only do I feel like, you know, I can personally share a lot of, you know, valuable you know, insight and information through the podcast, but just to have people like you on and, you know, tap into your mindset and your process because there's a uniqueness about it. And, you know, it stands out in a way of, it's not a, um, you know, like I'm better than you world kind of thing. It's just more of, it takes, there's a lot of fucking discipline, focus, drive, and one of my favorite words is a relentlessness yeah. that you have to have within you. And maybe even, you know, for you, like, you were kind of pushed into, mm-hmm. like you said, the, you know, fighting, martial arts. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so even if it wasn't your, you know, you weren't naturally going into the, this direction. Mm-hmm. 
you embraced it inevitably, right? Yeah. And you gained a lot of those things, those qualities that I was just saying. Right. So it's exciting to be able to kind of get into your mindset and share. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. What, um, you have a sister. Yeah, I have a little sister. She's a beast. Yeah, she's she's, awesome. she's like a badass jujitsu. Yeah, she's been doing it almost as long as I have. She started a little later, yeah. which is you know reasonable. She's a she's a girl, but yeah, I mean she she sort of whereas I graduated high school and then you know took took my career to another level and you know now that I don't have to go to school from from eight to to two every day or whatever mm-hmm. I have a lot more time to train yeah. and and so you know I'm doing that with my life now but she you know she's a lot more academically inclined than I am mm-hmm. so she's gonna go to college and she had to study a lot more than I did because she's taking way harder classes so she's not training as much but she is like an absolute animal even though I say that she's because you know it's all relative I mean Right. Training a lot to me is like training three, four times a day. To her, it's kind of the same. But right. I mean, so she's she's on a different path than I am, but she's still, you know, so hardworking. And, and you know, I, I just try to set the best example for, you know, for her as I possible. You guys yeah. are like, she's like a best friend. Yeah. yeah. Her and I are like super tight. And it, it uh, I don't think, you know, many brothers and sisters, obviously, besides yourself, you know, can yeah. relate to that. You know, most siblings hate each other, but... For us, it's like we're, a we're a team. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Was that something that was natural, or did your did your parents kind of help that you know relationship between you guys? Like, like I can say this. Like, my mom. There's no such thing as telling on the brother or the other the sister. It's like right. you guys have shit. You got to work it out yourself. And yeah. I love my mom for that because, you know. Yeah. For us, what sort of brought us together was kind of like how I was talking about earlier. Is like our our parents you know, split up. Yeah. And, you know, my mom does her best to, to do as much as she can for us. But I mean, when, when it comes down to it, it's, it's her and I against the world, you know, we're the only two people in the world that have, you know, we got, we have blood, so we have to, you know, look out for each other. And, and she actually, so currently right now I live in my mom's house mm-hmm. and she lives in Boston with my stepdad. Oh, really? And she, wow, they, you know, okay. they, they visit like once a month, but yeah. I pretty much take care of the house and I'm really blessed to have that opportunity because, mm-hmm. you know, most kids my age are having to pay bills and, you know, do all this, but, you know, yeah. I get to live there for free. I just have to look over the house. And, um, so she just actually moved in with me from her dad's for similar reasons of why, you know, I moved out. Okay. So now, you know, I get to spend more time with That's her. That's rad. Yeah. How fun. It's so cool. So. That's so cool. I mean. So- what were you gonna say? No, no, I was just gonna say like we have a super close relationship and and it's we're very we have similar um, goals you know and and mindsets mm-hmm. so we get along well and we get to work out together and yeah that. it's really cool you know I love that that's yeah. all about that with my brothers um yeah. do you let's let's go we're gonna jump around because that's how all these conversations are I don't know how to let's do straight do line um. When did you, so you, I know this about you, um, that, you know, your friends are really, first of all, you're very selective Yeah. and you know, they, they really do mean a lot to you mm-hmm. who you mentioned Brian, yeah. Brian Ortega, um, which, you know, I've known for a long time too, is obviously a very close friend of my brother, Mike. And mm-hmm. it's been so, so rad to just watch his whole 
process unfolding, yeah. you know, it's amazing. And so I'm sure for you, it's, you know, as one of his best friends, it's got to feel incredible. Yeah. Um, how did you guys meet? Like, how did that? Yeah. So, um, there's a saying that says, show me who your friends are. And that shows me who you are. And, you know, I didn't believe that for a long time. And, and that I've learned that that is like one of the realest things out there is like who you surround yourself with pretty much defines you to a, pretty, to a certain extent. <clears throat> and so, you know, being in high school just a year ago, I was surrounded with, you know, people with different, um, their, their, their lives are on different paths, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that what they're doing is wrong, but they're on a different path. And I kind of got myself into situations that, you know, weren't the best. And I learned from that. And once I graduated, I sort of realized that, like, I need to surround myself with people who, you know, want to do the same things as me or, you know, have the same mindset. And, and that's what I did. So I, I actually, how I met Brian is before that, I, I had, well, I was kind of like school jumping because mm-hmm. <laughs> I grew out of my my dad's academy, which is in Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. I sort of grew out of it. I was just smashing people, so I needed to find some new people to smash or t- to learn from. Um, and I went to Crone Gracie. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know yeah, that is. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, so um, I didn't have too good of an experience with Crone. I know other people, mm-hmm. you know, do or whatever, but I, I was kind of looking for a mentor and someone, you know, to take me under the wing and, and to take me to the next level. And Crone didn't do that, and I ended up, finding my way to the Gracie Academy, which is somewhere that I've always gone to, Mm -hmm. but um, now it's sort of become more and more of my home. Mm -hmm. But so I went to the Gracie Academy and it was, it was a no-gi day and, and Brian was there with Henner and Henner was like, oh, okay, like go with Brian. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of heard about him, but I didn't really know who he was. Yeah. And, um, and at that time I was like, I had a killer mindset. I just wanted to tap everybody I trained with. It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't about anything but tapping people out. Wow. And so he, he sort of saw that, that I was, like, hungry, and, and, and he was shocked by my age and how, you know, how good I was in a mm-hmm. sense, you know. Yeah. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. No, but, but you were you were competing and you yeah. were winning for a reason. Yeah, so I had, yeah. I had like, a different, like, gear than most people. So he mm-hmm. saw that and took me under his wing, and, and I've learned so much from him since. So you guys hit it off after yeah. the roll? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, um you know, he's cornered me in my last four fights, mm-hmm. and uh, I've just learned so much from him as as a professional and as a person, and it, he's one of the coolest people, I think, uh, on the planet, so, yeah, he's and a real I, thing. I mean that, I'm not just trying to, like, um, boost him up, but that, that is just, like, one of the realest things, is that Brian Ortega is, like, one of the coolest and raddest people out there. No, I, I back that yeah. up, I mean, he's, yeah. you know, it's like, I have this kind of there's my thought is that real loves real yeah right and so you know you know who some of my friends are right mm-hmm. i mean henner's wife eve one yeah. of my best friends victoria hedon's wife one of my best carrot i mean these are like you know and these are badass Amazing women yeah. yeah legit yeah. and you know all real mm-hmm. you know so it, brian i love it's funny like the last couple fights he's had we always kind of see each other right before the fight like i'm running the beach and it's yeah. like hey you we know do whatever. that too I know, right? It's like, yeah. it's so fun. It's so yeah. fun. It's so cool. Um, and we always get into deep life talks, like just fun, kind of, you know, all over the place life talks. But, and everything with him is so real. And I can yeah. say that because 
you know, I realize that realness because I'm fucking real, right? And yeah. so I feel like... Real recognize real. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. So, but you know what? I also think that there's something to be said about heart recognizing heart. Yeah. And that's like... You know, when you get when you when you relate on that level with someone, mm-hmm. I mean that's you know Yeah. That's yeah, that's that's and, amazing. And I think that he's definitely for sure it's a known fact that he has a huge heart when it comes to being a person and also like, you know, in the cage. And uh <clears throat> I think we connected on that is like I one thing that I always told him is like if you ever need me, like I'm there, you know, yeah. and every camp I've been there and he's always been there for me and and what I thought was really cool is my last fight was probably one of like my biggest challenges ever. Mm-hmm. And it was it was uh it was all heart and and you know, God's will and and helping me and and you know, getting me the win and and pretty much like the coolest thing about it was is he I remember in like the right after the fight, he grabbed me and he was like He's like, you did it. Like, you you went through war. Yeah. You're battle tested, and you've got heart, and that stuck with me, and and it kind of like gave me like a sense of you know I can I can go in there, and when all odds are against me, you know I can still still win. Handle your business. Yeah, and he's done that, and and many times, so it was cool. That's something I didn't. All my fights have been you know under a minute before that one. Yeah. Wait. Let's talk about that really quick. So tell me. Why was that the hardest fight? And then maybe give me some history. Because here's the thing. I didn't want to go into your whole, like... The fun part for me is to feel like the audience listening and, like, to, you know, listen to these things from very new, fresh ears, you know, rather than knowing it before. So tell me about why that was hard, your last fight, um, and then the prior fights before. Yeah. So, um, in boxing... It's new to MMA because now it's a it's it's a young it's more of a young man's sport. Like a lot of kids are, you know, starting to do it more and more as it's growing. But in boxing, um, like young guys, they they build them up. You know, mm-hmm. they give them opponents and they build them up. They build them up and then they start getting harder opponents. Um, for me, it was I I don't really I sometimes I get a lot of hate like oh you know he fought a nobody guy. Mm-hmm. It's like no, that's that's not true. First off, I started fighting a year ago when I was 18. And I, I've only fought grown men. Mm-hmm. No one my age. I've fought guys that are like 25 and up. Okay. Those are people in their prime. Yeah. And when someone steps into the cage, it, it's not whether they suck or if they've never fought in their life. That door closes. It's You're in there to take each other's heads <laughs> off. Legit. You're about you to know? throw down. Yeah. yeah. So um, my first... First couple of fights, I've had seven so far, but my first couple ones, I just kind of like ran through everybody, and it was, it was just because you know I was I wanted it more, mm-hmm. you know, and they weren't ready for that. And um, my last two fights were against undefeated guys. My okay. um, my sixth fight was against a really good guy named um, Javon Coleman. I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but it's a super tough guy, jiu-jitsu guy, and 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 he didn't have an answer like at all and um you know it just it just shows that like i'm on a different level and it, and it debunks all those people that i fought before yeah you know sure. they, they had wins on their records but this guy's undefeated four and oh right and i was undefeated five and oh or no six and oh and so i mean he didn't have an answer and then my last fight was against a guy named isaiah Culpepper, and he was a he had two belts for king of the cage which is one of the biggest um amateur 
it's a pro show that has amateurs on the card. So okay. he had he's, you know, arguably for sure the the, the best guy that I fought, mm-hmm. and he was undefeated. And so I went in there, and and a lot of things went wrong that day before the fight, and I'm not going to go into detail, but yeah. pretty much everything went wrong, and then um, I was able to to finish him in an armbar with like a couple of seconds go left in the in the round in the third round, and so you know. I definitely learned a lot because I take every loss, I mean, every fight as a loss. And mentally, I always think, you know, I lost that one. Okay. Because it pushes me. You know, I convince myself that I lost it. No one else knows that, but I convince myself that I lost. So I come back, you know, stronger Mm -hmm. and with that fire of like a loss, you know. Yeah. There's no, when you win, there's really no like fire. Sure. It's more like, ah, you know, good job, pat on the back, on to the next one. But if you lose, it's like. I'm um, coming. Yeah. You know? Or you, or perhaps like, I imagine another way to feel is like you, you have to, you could be afraid that you're going to, you kind of fight from a place of, in, in any sport, you know, that y- you don't want to lose. Like you're yeah. afraid, you know, but I don't know. That's a different feeling than like, I'm fucking yeah. coming after you. Yes. Yeah. I don't yes. know. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. I'm afraid to lose. I am afraid to lose. And that's why I work so hard. You know, yeah. I outwork most of the pros, you know, I train three times a day and, and, uh, you know, I work really hard and that's where like my confidence and, and my success comes from is just hard work. And that sort of gives me, gives my mind like some, like puts it at ease. Cause I'm like, you know, I don't have to worry about losing. I've outworked this guy for sure. Like there's yeah. no way that my opponent has done what I've, what I've done. And a lot of that comes from brother. I mean, like my, <laughs> Mike pushes me harder than I've ever been pushed in my whole life. And, and those are just things that sort of um, um, help me and, and give me confidence. But like a person like Brian Ortega, who I've been like sort of studying like how he goes about doing things because mm-hmm. it's been working. You know, he's undefeated. Yeah. He's number one in the world. Um, but he, he says he's not afraid to lose. And, and, you know, that's something I'm trying to understand a little more. You know, it probably I imagine I'm not Brian, but I feel like when you breathe in, it, 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 I feel like it can take this. I'm, I'm illustrating like stretching a rubber band like, yeah, and kind of let it relax a little bit mm-hmm. um, because then you don't, you know, it, 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 it's almost like you release tension not to say that you're trying to manifest a loss. I don't know. This is all my theory, right? Yeah, but yeah. how I would kind of, if I was embracing that mindset. Um, but it just breathes, breathes space in. And that space could be really valuable um, because, you know, not to say that you're being walking around feeling tense about it. Mm-hmm. But tension, especially in fighting, mm-hmm. you know, it's <laughs> such a fucking, it's a it's mind huge. game. It's right? huge. It's huge, yeah. It's like you have to... Because to, you can have all the answers from the physical perspective, but yeah. if you lose in the mind first, it's, it's yeah. like that's a wrap, right? Yeah, no, for sure. It, it's all that stuff goes away from me like fight day or not fight day. Literally like a second before the fight starts. I mean, in the locker room, I'm like tripping out. Really? Yeah. What is it? Can you share <laughs> it a little bit? Or no? Like, or you don't? I mean. Yeah. No. I mean. I'm not going to go into detail, but no, it, yeah. it sort of all hits me before the fight. And, you know, that's why I have, you know, such good people around me to keep my head straight. Mm-hmm. Is because I don't do that. I don't go in there alone by any by any means, you know. And if it wasn't for people like, you know, Brian and Mike and 
you know, my friends like Rafa and Kelly, it's, they wouldn't, without them, like, I'm kind of all over the place, you know, they keep my mind, you know, in the right place, and before a fight, I'm all over the place, but yeah. when the gate closes, you know, I'm 100% in the zone. You're in the zone. Yeah, but there's just a lot that builds up to it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they just keep me from, like, losing my mind. <laughs> That's so don't if, nice of them. If, if any opponents are listening right now, don't, <laughs> don't think that uh, <laughs> don't think I'm I'm like weak before a fight because when the gate closes, you're pretty much screwed. Well, and even if they do think that, even better. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, and you know what? It. Scratch that, you guys. <laughs> I'm I lose my mind before fights. Have mental breakdowns. <clears throat> and oh my gosh! That's all you need to know. Wait, what is, um, you say you train three times a, w- a day. What yeah. does that look like? I really try to. Lately, like, what is it? So, it'll be cardio, mm-hmm. weightlifting. Okay. And um, weightlifting and boxing is sort of, like, together. Okay. Because I'll, I'll lift weights and then box right after. Okay. And then jiu-jitsu, of course. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 right now, it's hard to be, because I'm in a place right now where I don't have a fight lined up. Mm. which is driving me crazy. Really? Yeah, yeah. So how does that, would you just have to wait? Yeah, no, I could fight tomorrow if I wanted to, but, you know, I'm trusting my, the people who are advising me, um, like, you know, Brian, mm-hmm. Coach James, Mike, all these people, yeah. my agency, um, and, you know, they're all advising me to sort of work on myself, you know, and, and, and improve before I can fight again, and it's the right thing to do, but... Me as a person, I, I was like, I think I was the most active amateur and <laughs> who knows, maybe pro, you know, of last year I had seven fights in, in one year, in wow. less than a year. Wow. Yeah. And so that's, that's huge. And that's I wish I could do that right now. But as you move up the ladder, it's like your opponents get harder and, and you have yeah. to put more, more thought and more training. And so, yeah, and that goes with, you know, with life, with everything. You know, totally. As things get get harder, you you gotta sort of slow down and take your time a little. Well, um, and that's I think that's something really important to kind of put a pin in because yeah. if you don't, you know, honor that f- fact, you know, it gets messy. And yeah. in the game of what you do for a living, you know, messy could be a really fucking big problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be and a I think serious problem. You you know, and you're so young, and you have such a big, you know bright future I firmly predict I personally I can't wait for the UFC to invite you to come in and fight with them I hope you that hear that happens. Dana <laughs> I, I hope that happens um I believe it will just because you I mean you have you you know like you have the physical talent is for sure there but again it's it's the character and I think it's so important for the the sport overall you know that you yeah. You know, there's, like, Brian, you know, what does he do? Win the fight? Like, I want to help people. I want, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Rose, you know. And yeah. she's, it, it, like, because the truth is, is that I, there are so many fighters who are all these amazing, you know, humans walking around, like, making a positive difference in the world yeah. just outside of the fucking octagon, yeah. you know. Um, so, you know, it will be so wonderful Mm -hmm. to have you rise in the sport not just from the sport perspective but from the human perspective too and and like a part of like there's a there's a part of me that is just so sure that that is going to happen i love that yeah it's like 
it's written into stone, like, in my brain. You know, I always tell myself before a fight or whatever, it's like, it's written in the prophecy. Something okay. I made up, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I, it's just a matter of time before the world sees, like, what I'm about. And I hope it inspires people to, to do, you know, their own thing or to do something similar. But, um, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of time. And, you know, I, I don't think I'm ready yet. Yeah. And I think that's why it's not happening yet. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of young guys in the sport that are that are big names, but I don't think it's my time yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's Brian's time right sure. now. You know, it's my time to learn. It's my time to gain more experience. It's my time to potentially lose, you know, as an amateur or whatever, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, just I know that it's going to happen sooner or later. And, yeah. And I'm, I'm not worried about, you know, when. That's why I love that. Yeah. I'm such an advocate for that mindset. I'm a believe-it-to-see-it woman, straight yeah. up. Like, and when it's, you know, because I'm a huge believer that where we put our focus and our energy, that's where life grows. So if you... You know, and the whole point is, is like, you want to have fun along the way to accomplishing these goals, right? Yeah. It's not just about the goal. It's like, yeah. it's the fucking adventure That's... on the way to it all. How do you feel in that process? If you're just miserable because you're trying to create this <laughs> thing for you, for yourself in your life, like, yeah. you're missing the whole fucking point, right? Because at the end of the day, when you win that thing, when you create that thing, when that whatever, you're going to look back at that journey. And, you know, like, Carrie is a great, you know, she talks about that through... You know, the Olympics, it's not just the moment of the Olympics, right? It's like the four years prior to the build to yeah. the Olympics and everything that took place, right. you know, within it that makes it even more special. Yeah, that's something I've learned recently is like, because my whole life was so train, 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 fight, fight, compete, whatever. Yeah. And now it's, I'm sort of kicking back a little bit, still doing all those things. Yeah. But now making time for like, living life like experiencing things you know yeah not just locking myself in a gym and and working um but yeah i'm like experiencing things i'm living life i'm you know seeing new things and it's 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 great and i think that everybody kind of needs to do that if they're trapped in a routine absolutely because i like routine yeah i I love routine but at the same time you, you need to break that you know to stay like mentally healthy or to or to um uh, evolve. Yeah, evolve to make progress. Because otherwise, you're, you're not really going to go anywhere. No, listen. You know who my soulmate is? <laughs> or one of my soulmates? <laughs> Who's that? Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the reason why is because th- the philosophies that he shared, I, I, I feel like they come from, like, they're just from an innate place within me, too. Like, there's an alignment there, right? So, you know, he's all about having, like, no style, Right. And I love that because I'm also someone who loves routine, obviously. Like, you know, my days are pretty much consistently. Yeah. I live the life of an athlete, even though I'm not a pro athlete. Um, and there's value in that. And I love that. But I also really love this idea of flow, you know, of being in a flow state. And I think that when we cling and we're, when we when we own something so deeply, um, stylistically in any area of life, we don't allow ourselves to flow. And then we can stump our evolution, you know, like, yeah, yeah, we stump our evolution, essentially. So I think that that's, you know, a really beautiful thing that you're doing right now. And I think after, like you said, all the years of, you know, through your childhood, where you were competing and training, right? Yeah. Where, like, you didn't have, I imagine, after school wasn't like, hey, I'm going to no. 
Danny's house. No Dad way. And... No freaking way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I didn't really do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, my father... You know, we lived with my dad for, like, the earlier years of our childhood. And my dad was pretty militant, too. Mm-hmm. And we started running. So I was a competitive runner. I started yeah. when I was seven, Mike right? Mike was two, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, when you're... Michael, my brother Mike went is one year younger than me. And then um, there's Darius, Ariam, and our older sister, Michelle. Anyways, so, you know, we start competing um, at seven. Running was a six-day-a-week thing. It was... It, I would, you know what I do sometimes, like, <laughs> and I was good. I was fast. I was like, I'm going to the Olympics. I'm going to Stanford. It was a whole, Flojo was my idol. It was this whole thing. Uh, meanwhile, I'm like, you know, not the tallest of tall. But anyways, so this is what I would do sometimes. I knew when my dad was going to be like, okay, we're going running. So I would literally grab cough syrup or some shit, like, you know, like a Nike wall or something, mm-hmm. and be in the kitchen and wait for him to pass by. So, <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm not feeling good. And, like, I'm going to fucking take some medicine. But here's here's the funny thing about it, and I feel like all my siblings will agree with me on this. You know, it wasn't easy. Um, and we didn't live with him our whole childhood, obviously. But in those years when you want to, like, go play at your friend's house afterwards and do these normal in quotation, yeah. kid things. Fucking no, you know? It was like, we're running. We're running six miles a day. We're fucking... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that was hard, but the value of that enforced discipline that helped to kind of shape, you know, I think, I really believe that discipline is a form of... It lends to freedom, right? Yeah. Because if you know how to switch that discipline mode on to do what you need to do to accomplish something yeah. that you need to accomplish, that's fucking freedom. Because a lot of people do not have that ability to switch on discipline, right? Yeah. Even diet, if, for, as an example. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that there's value that comes with, I agree with you, you know, maybe in the beginning and through your childhood, you didn't really, it wasn't something that we could appreciate in those moments because yeah. we just wanted to be a kid and be quote-unquote normal. Right. Right? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that how I've taken everything as a learning experience, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to my childhood. And, you know, if there are parents listening or or whoever, from a child's perspective, because I still am pretty much a child, but... Yeah. uh, Me too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, there's there's a place for balance, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that if if, uh, I was raised in a little more balanced... Um, environment and it wasn't a hundred percent like train 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 do this do that do this when it martial arts you know oriented mm-hmm. um if there was a little more balance i think that that would have been you know for sure like a huge plus to yeah. you know where i am now right you know if it wasn't like so like abusive and right. like forced militant yeah yeah, yeah. so you know, when it comes to raising my kids, obviously, you know, whatever they want to play, they're, they're going to be disciplined into doing it, but, you know, yeah. enough. Right. Not, not to a point where you're, like, hiding cough syrup and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, That's so funny. <laughs> you're sipping lean in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, if no. it gets to that extent, there's something wrong. 
Yeah, it's fu yeah, totally. No, I agree with you. And you know, gratefully, we we fucking bailed that situation. Yeah, yeah. We were young yeah, too. So that's that's so. what I'm saying. It's like, it's like Thanks, yeah, it's Mom. great. It's great. You know, right. where we are now, we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But in like in the whole grand scheme of things, it's like now I don't have a dad right. because of it. Yeah. You yeah, know, and it's like, too. it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like, congrats, you know, right. You did it. Like you made an amazing child, right. An amazing, you know, grown up or, or whatever, you know, like they've done amazing things and you can sit back and take credit for it. But look, you don't have a relationship with your kid anymore. Right. You know, and, and that's lost forever. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think balance is huge totally. with everything. You know, it's, I, I really think that, I don't know, maybe this is just like the op optimists in me. I think that people do the best they can with the best of what they have within them in that moment. So, like, for example, even my dad, who, straight up, he was a dick. Like, he didn't, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm sure my brother, I don't know if you he guys doesn't, have. No, he no really. Too much. Yeah, he just, you know, he just, he, he didn't know how to do the dad part so well. But, I mean, he's a genius. I'm grateful for my genes. Holy fuck. Yeah. My dad's a modern-day philosopher, an engineer, super fucking smart. Yeah. But emotionally so, I think because he's so left-brained or whatever like the emotional component was just it just wasn't there as much mm. you know so um but i think he was doing the best he can you know yeah um does that mean that he you know he was a great dad no but i think that people just fucking do the best they can or that's what i would like to think but yeah i yeah. i yeah i think most people do most people do yeah yeah <laughs> most people i know do. i might be an optimist or something but um but a realist at the same time, too. What, um, from where you are now, which I know, you know, like, you're you're just entering, I feel like. Yeah. Even though, like, your whole... I ain't shit yet, but... Well, it's yeah. funny, because it's like, you, you know, you've been doing this your whole life, essentially, yeah. right? And yet, you're just walking towards the beginning stages of your, of your pro career. Yeah. Which yeah. is fucking rad. It is, it is. What do you... I mean, do you have any aspirations that you can share from where you are right now, which yeah. I'm sure is it's going to evolve? Yeah, definitely. Like one of my biggest goals is to my first goal. I mean, long term, mm -hmm. get the belt. Okay. What do you? Belt. What's your weight that you fight at? One fifty five. Okay. But that could change. Okay. You know, it's, everything can change. Yeah. Might grow like four or five inches. Right. I know. <laughs> I right. <hope>. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, but, um, yeah, long-term goals, get the belt, um, you know, defend the belt, show that I'm a true champion, and really, like, be a beacon of, of what it means to be a true martial artist in the sport and inspire, you know, younger martial artists and, and you know, people in the sport that it's it's not it's not a thug sport, you know, and we're not all meatheads. We're not. I mean, some of us are, but, sure, there's but some. we are not all meatheads, and, and we're not all, we're not trying to fight everybody. Right. You know, we're not trying to prove who's, you know, who's got the bigger ego or whatever. I'm not for sure. And and I, when you look at me like on the street, I know that people think this because I hear it. It's like people are intimidated by me, but you have no reason to be. And you know, I just want to share that and sort of like get my voice out there, you mm -hmm. know, and let people know that there's a bad rep to MMA, but MMA stands for mixed martial arts. Yeah. And the first part of that is mixed martial arts mm -hmm. and you know uh, if you think if you look at martial arts it's all about discipline and respect and I just want to bring that out you know in the sport 
and then so sh- anyways <laughs> no yeah short short term goals is is to you know possibly get a couple more amateur fights under my belt mm-hmm. um depending on you know what my team thinks is right for me and uh go pro and get into the UFC as, as uh I want to say as soon as possible but you know in reality it's it's whenever at the right time at the right time yeah, yeah. cuz uh, I definitely like want to be in the spotlight and want people to you know look at me and 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 see a star you know mm-hmm. and but I don't think the time is right you know if it's not happening and and maybe that's not you know what's what's right for me right now um but, you know, as I know for a fact that if I just keep doing what I'm doing and keep training like I'm training and not get distracted, that I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there for sure. Oh, yeah. No, that it's I'm backing that up for sure. Yeah. I'm like we're we're uh, are we predicting the future right now? I think so. <laughs> Are we gonna look so. back and listen back to this and be like, yeah. "See, we were on some shit." We no, I boy, yeah. I mean, I, I feel it in my heart, truly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's there are some people who just have the it factor, and you know, I'll leave that to my intro about you. <laughs> you know, but um, it's 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 very easily detectable um, in you, and so it's gonna be exciting. You know, like Brian to kind of witness this whole unfolding. Yeah. It's so special, you know, to be on the inside mm-hmm. and to to mm-hmm. ha- you know to watch it unfold and support. Um, what do you like doing outside of fighting? That mm. might surprise people. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like doing a lot of things. I was recently, um, well, you okay? So being active is I kind of categorize that with with fighting Mm -hmm, yeah because i like doing a lot of yoga i like um you know just moving around and keep the body moving and and working out but that all kind of ties into martial arts um because of how i go into doing it you know Mm -hmm. um but outside of fitness in general um i like uh or i should say i've been presented with an opportunity Okay. From my stepdad to um, create my own company, pretty much. Rad. Product company. Okay. Yeah, so he, he uh, has developed... Um, have you seen those applesauce pouches? Like in the store, like the baby food ones? You've seen them. Oh. Like for yeah, sure, you like baby- twist off the yeah, cap yeah, yeah. and it's like a pouch. Yeah, yeah. And there's like smush in there. Yeah, and totally. All the, yeah. Kids are, yeah, all the yeah. kids are drinking it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he owns the company that manufactures the package of those cool which is huge yeah so um pretty much he's given me an opportunity to use that and to create my own product and i'm actually working with mike a little bit with it to get it started um but it's just it's cool for me because it it gives i'm I'm becoming more and more passionate about it Mm -hmm. and it gives my brain something else to do yeah you know because I'm learning more and more that it is extremely important to have a plan B. Absolutely. You know? And especially in my sport, um, if you don't have a plan B, you're kind of screwed. You know, yeah. it's like if if you put all of your coins in this bucket or I was a weird right. analogy, but yeah, no, you know, um, eggs in one basket, yeah, whatever. Same coins thing. in the bucket. Yeah. So, <laughs> coins are good. <laughs> yeah, Hundred dollar bills yeah. in the bank. <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you if you do that and you get hurt, I mean you're done. Right. You know, yeah, serious you, injury. You're, you're not coming back from that. And you know, I plan to be like in and out and have a healthy brain. You know, yes. when this is done. That makes after, me happy. Yeah, after my last fight, I sort of learned that. That's a real thing. 
for, for Why fighters. did you learn that after your last Because I got hit fight. in the head a lot. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, I was all over the place for, like, you know, a day or two. And, okay. And it's sort of, like, it's sort of, uh, it was an eye-opener. Because I'd, I'd never gotten punched in the face any other fight. Yeah. Six fights, I'd Finishing never gotten under hit. under a minute, yeah. you were yeah. unlocking them, right? taking them down, a couple arm blocks, a couple rear naked chokes. But, yeah. I mean taking them down and finishing it and it's like that's great you know but it's a fight and you're gonna get hit in the face so right. um i plan to take as few shots as possible you know by the time my career is over and obviously i'll have to take a few but right you know i want to be in and out and and have something to do afterwards mm-hmm. you know whether it's open up my own academy you know teach at the at the grace academy or whatever i definitely don't want to leave the sport yeah. fully but as far as like competing goes yeah so um, now I have a plan B, and I didn't have that, like, three weeks ago. So it's really cool. That's really The way that it sort of, like, came together. Yeah, so. sure. Well, and also you get to exercise different parts of your brain that are yeah. really important. You know, so I'm a, you know, celebrity makeup artist is what I do mm. by way of profession. And I love, I love my job. I have met some of the most important people in my life um, through my work. You know, it's creative, it's fun. I mean, there's all kinds of... It's hard, too. Shit, I'm waking up at 2 in the morning sometimes. So, yeah. like, you know, it's there's gnarliness. It's not all glamour. But I'm, like I said earlier, growth mindset junkie, biology geek, as you know. We rap out mm-hmm. about, you know, turmeric and all this shit all the yeah. time. And so it's important um, to be able to utilize other parts of your mind, you know... Not just even necessarily as a plan B, but just for your your passion and your yeah. personal development of, of being, you know, who you are. Yeah. Because, you know, why just be one thing? You don't want to be singular. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no way. And that's why I try to cross-train as much as possible. And here we go back to <laughs> yeah. May, But, I mean, like, I just try to learn from as many different sources as possible, you know. Yeah. That's why, like, the old school mentality of, like martial arts is like you have one academy and one master and one this and that but the game has changed you know and and that goes with life too you want to take as many opportunities as possible to like grow yourself and to learn and that's why how we were talking about earlier is you're saying how like i'm a good listener yeah and like i really just i've learned that like in school i didn't listen for shit but i mean in life it's like you learn so much from people just by listening and like totally. stop talking for a second and just kind of like observe and listen. So, um, you know what yeah. I saw, um, just today, actually, it was this post and it was so cool. Um, it said the two words were next to each other and it said silent and listen are made up of the, of uh, the same letters, letters. which wow. is so cool. I know. Right. I need go. to post that shit, but it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. As much as I love talking, um, obviously I love, I love just listening, observing, listening. Yeah. And I think that there's so much value in that. So yeah. you're so ahead of the game to be at, you know, to be your age and to to realize these, not just realize these things, but actually be putting them, you know, into action. You know, you're, you're I think when you walk around wide awake, which is what's happening, you know, you're paying attention Try, and that's yeah. a... Yeah, I mean, you know, you're 19. There's only going to, you know, you're still going <laughs> to... Yeah. My arms are, like, all over the place. Yeah. There's still going to be those moments. Um, but it's, you know, it's all about the path is really what it is, right? And refining yeah. and refining and refining. Um, but at least you're on the path. That's mm-hmm. my point. Because mm-hmm. I don't... 
Because it's not easy for people, especially when you're young, to even path. What the fuck is that? You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, because you, I mean, for me, sometimes I just sort of, like, kind of think about what I'm missing out in college. You know, I see all my friends, like, we have Snapchat together, so I see an Instagram, yeah. see what everybody's doing, and it looks like they're having a great time, and I'm sure they are, but um, you kind of got to, once you figure out something that works for you, you got to run with it, you know, and yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. Well, sacrifice, I think, you know, to, do, to accomplish anything of true value, you know, something, you know, to accomplish anything great, um, sacrifice is a part of it yeah 100% there's so much sacrifice that goes down in my life on the you know just living this like whatever quote unquote healthy um I just call it quality but like you know lifestyle that's very yeah. disciplined in me you know by way of like activity and yeah. I'm not at the bar fucking drinking yeah, I mean I'm not yeah. even interested to I be think, honest I think you I'm know? allergic to um <laughs> alcohol oh really <laughs> yeah because like cool. I've, I, I've never, I've I've like tried it. I've never been like drunk in my life, but I've I've like tried drinking alcohol. And I mean, people who drink are probably listening to this and just like, oh, what a pussy. <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, good for you. I, no, though. I like I drink it and I like dry heave. It's so really? bad. So it's like I love it. <laughs> Do I, I? You know what? It. I'm not a drinker. Um, if I smell it, I never really. If I smell it, I like start almost throwing up. This is, well, you're doing, it's funny. That's, yeah, we'll yeah. see, you're, you're, it's a great thing because I won't, I won't start going down the rabbit holes, yeah. even though I do want to do a little bit of that stuff um, when it comes to nutrition and diet and stuff. But, um, so I, you know, pretty much only drank wine. That was, you know, I loved yeah. wine. But in the last couple of years, I haven't even had, like, it's just, first of all, my brother Mike, I'm quoting you right now because it's my favorite <laughs> quote of, pretty much all the time um we were talking about it when i i'm like what am i you know i'm not gonna open a bottle of wine fucking sit here and drink it like i don't have i'm gonna get up and train he goes there's no he goes how to say he goes there's no time to fucking drink when you're chasing excellence <laughs> <laughs> typical that's classic right i made there. our t-shirts our teens to five really? like black belt beauty now too what chasing was it again excellence. what was it again Chasing no, no, excellence. The, the, the whole oh, thing. There's no fucking time to drink when yeah. you're chasing excellence. That's awesome. But it's so true. And it's yeah. like, I, I connect with that. And, you know, and then I've learned about, like, you know, the, the pesticides and things that go on with it. So it's just, I just, I'm good. I'm not yeah. saying I never have a glass of wine in my life, but at this point, I'm just not inspired. I'm, you know, feeling good feels too fucking good. Yeah. That's, you know, people are always like, you're so disciplined. You're so, and I'm like... I just feel really good living yeah. this life, eating this kind of food, doing this training. And I know what it feels like to not feel this, too. Because I didn't grow up all organic and, like, yeah. you know, we eat Taco Bell, fucking mm -hmm. single mom, like, making it happen. Mm -hmm. um, it feels too good not to want to keep feeling good yeah. and to do these things. Which is the segue. I want to, I want to tap into this a little bit with Let's you. Um, you know why? Because I feel like I, I'm excited to hear your evolution in the area of how you nourish yourself, mm -hmm. you know? So obviously there's the physical component to training. Yeah. And then what do you do to nourish and replenish yourself by way of food, by way of, I don't know, do you meditate? Are there books? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, I've lived, uh, and this is all props to pops, props to pops, but I mean, <laughs> He set a good example when it came to eating the eating right, not drinking, you know, mm -hmm. not doing drugs. Um, and 
so that that's been my my life you know like i've i've stuck to it and um i don't really know anything besides that you so know? you didn't grow up eating taco bell <laughs> no no and and i i've i grew up in a very fortunate and wealthy life you know mm-hmm. both of my parents are very well off you know and that's where i kind of differentiate and from most fighters is like most fighters come from nothing and right. and their whole drive is to you know achieve a higher um not status but uh, you know to, to to generate more prosperity in their yeah, life yeah for their yeah. family for their kids for yeah. whatever for me it's it's different cuz like i i already have kind of like what i need to like survive you know yeah. i don't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. so my drive for my sport is purely like personal you yeah. know just because i want to be the best yeah um and uh, so where were we? Where, so how oh, you nourish yourself yeah, yeah. and your father? Yeah. So, like I've I've always I've, I was never like malnourished or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like I always ate good. Um, and uh, the big thing for me is is like not poisoning your body, mm-hmm. you know, to to the best of my ability. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with people who who drink and who no. you know do these things because yeah. I I don't judge those people at all whatsoever. But Same. for me personally, it's it's personal decision not to do that mm-hmm. and and i i sort of think of it as a one up on my opponents you know like let them do whatever you know like i want to be the best version of myself possible and i do that by like staying clean yeah and you know not taking like steroids or anything like that cuz i know kids my age have done that yeah you know, it's crazy yeah you know and, and um that's a mess but yeah so as far as like food goes i i keep it really simple i Pretty much only eat chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Eat chicken and rice, and I'm sure you have your your things, but I mean that's that's, that's vegetables too, right? Yeah, vegetables yeah. as well. But that's like my diet. Cool. Um, I personally like really don't like fish since yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, I'm. I'm you can evolve your taste. Yeah, I really evolution hope so. happens on the taste buds. Yeah, it does for, for sure. sure, for sure. So I'm hoping that that kicks in soon. Yeah. Well, especially for brain health. Yeah. Because the, um, you know, if anything, you want to definitely take, and we can talk about, I'll show you after. I might have already sent you a picture, but, um, you know, you, there's, you definitely want um, your omega-3s to protect your, yeah. your brain, you know. Um, and not just because of fighting, obviously, but just because, you know, for healthy brain function, right. yeah, into your seventh, eighth decade of life, and you don't have Alzheimer's and all that shit that can happen. Um, but, yeah, your taste buds are totally going to evolve. It's funny how that happens. Yeah. Um, so pretty much, I just stick with that, and I, I don't get tired of it because I always switch up like spices or, or mm-hmm. whatever. So it tastes different. Yeah. Um, and then for something that's kind of like newer to me is supplements. Is I'm starting to experience. I mean, experiment a little more, mm-hmm. and like I've seen a huge difference. Um, you introduced me to turmeric or turmeric. Turmeric, turmeric, tomato, tomato. And whatever. we were talking about earlier how I, I, either partially tore like popped my lcl mm-hmm. twice and and uh it's been bothering me it was bothering me for a while like i couldn't fully extend it yeah and when i woke up i felt it and mm-hmm. I, I started taking um it's an anti-inflammatory correct? yeah yeah so I, i've i felt a huge difference like i can extend my knee fully and, and not feel real like really any pain whatsoever um, so cool yeah so I, I i hope that that's what did it yeah. um and I'd like to think so. Yeah, well, dude, nature nature has answers, and what turmeric does, it, there's so many things, but it 
literally, it acts almost like a little poison to your body. As funny as that sounds, um, you know, what, how you, it's a hormesis is what you would say in science. So it's this kind of, kind of poison that enters the bottom, or stress, that's the, the word I'm reaching for. Um, it's a stressor to your body that then stimulates your stress resistance genes to upregulate, right? Your anti-inflammatory genes to upregulate. You want those genes upregulate, upregulated to be working for you. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not yeah. a placebo. It's some, some real, real science-backed shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, so I love that you're feeling it. Yeah, so I'm doing that, taking a multivitamin. Cool. Um, and then BCAAs and a couple things that Mike has, her brother has advised me to take. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I've definitely seen a difference with consistency of taking these things. Yeah. You know, before I would like, you know, pop a couple, like, you know, whatever, um, multivitamins. But once you start becoming more consistent, you mm -hmm. start seeing like actual results. Yeah, which you is, feel the results. Yeah, and that's, that's with everything, you know? Totally. But for me, it was like supplements. It's like a real thing. That's yeah. cool. Now, I have a question for you. Okay. So, I don't know if you have much experience with this, but definitely in like the world of mixed martial arts and just, you know, um, the world in general is like mm -hmm. marijuana is like mm -hmm. huge right now. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't like do any of that or anything i don't know what to yeah. say but yeah so there's the cbd right which is like blowing up like crazy right now yeah and um that's something that i've gotten offers for like sponsors and i'm always like eh, like i don't know right. like kind of sketched out yeah so if you, I, i'd like to be a little more educated on that if yeah. you know i you yeah. know what i wish i had answers and it kind of you know the subject comes up um often through different podcasts that I listen to, like Mind Pump or, you know, Joe Rogan. Yeah. But I haven't it's been huge. Greenfield. No, it's totally huge. Yeah. Um, and I, there's a, I'm, I'm interested from, to a certain respect because these people that I listen to that I really respect are, that are very particular. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not going to just advocate for something that isn't, you know, legit. legit. Yeah. But I guess... I don't know why. I've never really... Because I'm such a research junkie, right? I'm like, vitamin D, I want to know all about it, right? Um, it, you know, regulates over a thousand of our genes. I haven't looked into that yet. So, you just gave me homework. Okay. I'm going to look into it for you. Because yeah. somebody else has asked me that before, too. Um, so, I, I, I want to know. Yeah, um, I definitely want to know because there's a lot of hype behind it. You yeah. Know? And Yeah, there's a lot of benefits, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe because, you know, I did smoke weed when I was a kid, so. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, yeah. there's a part of me that's like, yeah, that's like, yeah. I'm done with that stuff, know. even though it's not the same thing, you yeah. know, but, it's, um, it's, so from at all. My understanding is it's not the, like, hallucinogenic property of the plant, right? It's like a... No, I don't, no, it's not, but I, I, I do remember hearing on one podcast, I don't remember, you have to be particular about where you're getting it, you know, the okay. quality of, of um, of the might, product. Might get high. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I think high. it's possible. Yeah. I think it's possible. I think that's why too. It's like I'm so not like I don't ever yeah. want to be high yeah, in my life. Yeah, if it sketches me out, I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I wanted to ask you, and you know, but yeah, you'll get back to me. No, I'll totally um, get back to you. You better. What about? I, well, I promise. <laughs> I, <laughs> what about? Um, do you ever do you ever mess with meditation or anything? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I have in the past, but I mean, if we're being honest, it's 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 hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be. Yeah, I went on a uh, yoga retreat with my aunt Suzanne Asher, who's an amazing person. Yeah, and my little sister. So we went to um, we went to Bali in Indonesia and, nice. and did a yoga retreat, which was amazing. But what it, what was unexpected to me was it was primarily like a meditation based retreat, not yoga. Okay. So I learned a lot there, and I meditated a lot there, and and. Um, I just kind of, like, had not the best uh, success with, like, bringing it back and, and yeah. implementing it into my life. But so many people that I respect and and look up to have told me that it's, like, the best thing. But for me, I think there's different – and I keep saying that for me, for me. But yeah, there's, no, there's, different, there's forms. different forms of it. And in a way, I, I think when I'm on the mat and when I'm training, mm-hmm. it's a meditation for me because if I don't do it, mm-hmm. I get tripped out. You know, I sort of lose my mind. So, um, but as far as like sitting down and like really quieting the mind, yeah, it's it's, it's hard. that's hard for me to do. I think that so surfing um, and jujitsu, there's a parallel for me where I feel like it's a form of moving meditation. If you don't, you know, I find. See, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, with like surfing, for example, if you're not, if your mind and your body are not in full synchronicity or not in alignment, it can become dangerous mm-hmm. to you, to somebody else. It's the same thing, you know, training jujitsu. Your brain cannot be fucking over in Disneyland and your body's like trying to like, you know, yeah. arm locks. You get choked out. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like real problems can happen, you yeah. know. So I do feel, and I feel like that's part of the high when you're done, you know, you catch a wave and you, you know, jump off or whatever. It's like you kind of step out of that Mm. spell, if you will, that moment of, you know, moving meditation and it it feels so good. But I am a huge, and we can talk about this at a later time, but yeah, I'm a huge advocate for meditation. And I think that it's this kind of, like most things in life that are great, it's just unfolding process that there's it's there's my meditation practice over the years has evolved so much Mm. and now it's literally like i wake up in the morning and i cannot wait i don't care if i only slept five hours i want to light my candle listen to my music do my writing and fucking meditate and it's i always turn to science because i just love it but it it's there's it's there's proof of the rewiring of your brain that takes place from meditation which i think is valuable for every human. Yeah. I think yeah. that'd be a good thing to um, start to implement. Yeah. And try. Yeah, because yeah. because again, like it's going to evolve, so it's not like you need to be some, you know, master at it yeah. at like twenty years old. But if you start trying pieces of it, you know, moments yeah. of it now, it could be really rad as you get deeper into your game of yeah. life, of sport. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so I've kidnapped you for a long time now, but I want to, before we wrap out, um, any books that have changed your life? I actually don't read. Really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like to listen. Okay. Do you listen to podcasts? I listen to some podcasts or I'll do like, I guess then... YouTube or talks. Yeah, but I mean, I get a lot, like I, I have... ADHD and all that crap, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just can't. I can't sit down and read. It's hard to, yeah. yeah. And yeah. my brain doesn't work that way. Yeah, I've learned that. It's just I can't. I mean, I could. Sure. But I'm not. I don't retain stuff. Right. My mind goes off. But when I'm listening and when I'm, I learn more from people than I do from like you know reading, and that's because I don't do a lot. But 
Yeah. I mean, people are different. So totally, yeah. yeah. There's it's not like a deficiency or something's wrong. It's just different mo- modalities, you know, and and different methods, basically. Um, yeah. I was horrible in fucking school, not because. You know, I'm a geek, really. Like yeah. I was reading the encyclopedia as a kid for fun, but meanwhile, I could barely get a fucking C, and it was just because my I I, I wasn't interested in the yeah. way that they were, you know, dishing it out. I guess, or maybe it's just a rebel in me who just had a hard time fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Actually, when I do find something that interests me, yeah, I can like I will read it. You will read yeah, it. Yeah. What's what's a. Uh, What's that book? I read it, like, probably a year ago. Um, Zen in the Martial Arts. Is that it? Have you heard of that? No. I believe that's what it's called. Okay. But it was... That that book was legit. I mean, it changed my life because I read the whole thing. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stand-up yeah. for sure. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I mean... Yeah, look. That's a great book for any... I'll I make sure like, that we put it... I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I feel like if you're a martial artist, you got to read that book. That's cool. What about, um, I want people to know you more outside of fighting, too, so that's where these questions are coming from. Places or place that you would really love to go to um, that you haven't been before in this world? Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah. You haven't been? Hawaii's home for me, too. Yeah, I'd love to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I always, there was always, like, talk about going to compete there for NAGA, which is uh, North American Grappling Association. Okay. They would go there when I was younger, and I always wanted to go. It just never happened. Yeah. But Hawaii, for sure. And then uh, I want to go to Romania, which is where my mom is from. I think that would be interesting to see a little bit of the culture there. But for sure. traveling is huge. I I went to Bali, and, I mean, you learn so much. I probably learned more there than I did in, like, a whole year of being in school. You That's know? so true. So... Yeah, traveling is huge, but it's it's hard for me to get out of my routine because I just because if you go, you know, that's one thing for me that I've learned is like if you go to freaking like Redondo and yeah. stay in a hotel, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to do the stuff you do like training wise. No, it's impossible. Even right. if you're like next door, I mean, right? Like if I went to Vegas for Brian's fight, I try to like work out and mm-hmm. you know get my grind on in the gym. And it's just hard if you're not, yeah, you know, so. That's why I like, you know, Hermosa Beach is one of the most bu- beautiful places in the world. And yeah, I'm so, like, content and happy with being here. <laughs> I've lived around the world. Yeah. And I'm, it's the same. It's like, man, it. I never come home. And I've been to, I mean, some of the most beautiful places in the world yeah. that I love never come home feeling like I'm that second place. Yeah. Ever. Like, yeah, this is fucking it's, shit. It's heaven on earth. And I'm just so grateful to, like, be put here you know like since totally. i was a kid and yeah I mean, it's a like, happy upbringing and environment you know people yeah. are like legitimately stoked here yeah but the thing is if you grow up here you have to like go you gotta else. leave that's why i did yeah because otherwise yeah. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have a little false reality of like what life is well, you don't even appreciate it you yeah know? When yeah. I, le- I mean lived in, i lived in new york for years new york is for sure home i left and you know moved to hawaii in my late teens and that you know Kauai, oahu home forever now um which, you know, moving from here to Hawaii, that wasn't, Yeah. it wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a downgrade for sure. Yeah. But then to go from Hawaii to New York, people always trip out on that. I'm like, how did you do that? It's so different. Yeah. I'm like, that's exactly the point. Right. You know, diversity. Um, yeah, dude, any, I don't want to kidnap you longer because I feel like, um, well, 
I could. <laughs> uh, we'll keep going. But anything you want to say before we part ways? Yeah, I want to say thank you for having me and doing this. And I'm thank honored to be you. the first uh, male representing the males out there. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just you know what you're... Blackwell Beauty, it's, it's you know, like the intro. It's, it's elevating the mind. When we elevate the mind, we elevate the life. Yeah. For me, it's this idea of when we feel good, we look good. These two things working together, the feeling good, the looking good, you know, looking good meaning, you know, we want to, there's a physical component, right. obviously, yeah. right? Um, but all of, the whole point is to, you know, perform our best in life. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm so... How do we perform our best? Well, we need to continuously be creating our best yeah, selves. Be open-minded. Yeah. Open-minded, and also, you got to do what it takes. You know, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your mind. Who are your? Who are the people that you have around? Like we've yeah. talked about. You know, yeah. what are you watching? Are you watching the news? Are you watching TV? Like I'm just saying, it takes a lot of things, and everybody's idea of their best selves or their best lives is different. Um, and I'm not. You know, obviously, it's like to each their own, but I feel like the commonality here is, you know, for all of us who are, like my brother said, fucking chasing excellence. Yeah. Whatever, in wherever that is in your life, you know, um, that's that's the whole message yeah. behind Backbone Beauty. There's a common, like that. It's not just it's not just for MMA. It's not just for no, and it's know, not just a whatever. man or a woman. Just yeah. a woman. No way. It's a it's a perspective, and yeah. then a lifestyle, you know, that supports that perspective. So you're a full on fucking representative. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here, let me say this lastly. <laughs> so, because people sometimes think like, oh, black belt beauty, oh, martial arts, or li-. yeah. So black belt is what? It's the highest standard. Yeah. So to perform at our highest level is to live our most beautiful life. Wow. Black belt beauty. That's Boom! Awesome. That's where... It, so now you all know. It ain't just about the lipstick or the fact that I do train jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What about... um? Have you heard the like story of the belts? No. Oh, it's cool. Drop it. All right. Well, yes. so how I learned it, I'm sure there's many different like ways, but when they started training martial arts they everybody had their kimonos all white with a white belt mm-hmm. and um the more they trained and the harder they worked you know there were no mats there were no academies it was it was in the dirt the belt eventually and the gi would get dirtier and dirtier and go from from white to greenish because mm-hmm. of say grass or whatever or or blue or, mm-hmm. or brown from dirt and eventually it gets so dirty that it turns into a white belt. I mean into a, a into belt. a black belt. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's sort of how, you know, the black belt Evolved. once you once you put in all that work, mm-hmm. it showed. Literally it showed. That's cool. And um, the even cooler part is that when you look at like a, a, a master at, at the sport, their belts start to deteriorate mm-hmm. and they start to become white again. And so the cycle sort of repeats, you know? The full circle. Yeah, so that's that's, that's really cool that that's... That's so cool. I just yeah. got chills. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really, really cool to, to even, like, you'll see it. on Now that you know it, you'll see some belts when they're like... Oh, I, no, I already see it. Yeah, now like, you, I can see now my you, brother's belt right now. And there's yeah, Mike's yeah. belt. 
Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Mike. Mike should be a black belt. <laughs> Seriously. He whoops me. It makes me feel like I'm a, I'm a white he belt. He whoops so. me in the most loving yeah. way. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. But that ties in with everything. It's like once you've mastered whatever you're doing, mastered quote unquote, it's like now you got to start over, do something new. Like totally. the cycle, you know, restarts. So. Yeah. And maybe the point is that. We never master we as long yeah. as we're living. We're constantly evolving. And that's the fun part. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Cool. All right. All right. <laughs> you guys, I'm super excited about this episode. Wait, we got to, how do they follow you? How do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, on pretty much my main social media, the thing I pump out the most is Instagram. And my username for that is Mufasa MMA. Mufasa being, you know, the spirit animal nickname and then mixed martial arts, MMA. And then on uh, Facebook is just my full name, Jean-Paul Bosnoyan and everything else. I'll but spell Instagram, it all on yeah. the sh- in the show notes. Instagram's the, uh, the way to go. The main. Yeah. Yeah, your posts are rad. I love yeah, them. Thank They're super you. inspiring. You too. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right, you guys, make sure you follow him. Thank you so much again. And, yeah, have fun watching this badass rise because that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> So, lots of love. Peace out. Peace. (laughs) Thanks for taking the time to check out this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it with your friends. Head over to iTunes, subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave me an honest review. Let's connect. I am so excited to do that in this space and really create content that elevates your mind in support of your best performance in life. You can find me on Instagram at Black Belt Beauty. I'm active there every single day and I look forward to connecting with you all. So thanks again and I'll catch you on the next one.